What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 180 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Ramrod. That's me. On episode 180, Matt is up north in uh, in the Alexandria area. Um, he's on a family vacation uh, up there. And uh, we're actually going to get him on a little bit later, but uh, in the meantime, we've got Ramrod on the show. Uh, I apologize in advance, but uh, first things first, we got to say today's episode is brought to you by the dudes over at Dakota Angler, uh, our favorite bait shop. Uh, I was talking to Josh earlier, and Josh let me know that they've got uh, some huge savings on ducat fishing rods, uh, great bass rods. And, and when I say huge savings, I mean like huge savings. Uh, like definitely if, if you're in the market for a ducket fishing rod, it, they are, it, it's, it's worth stopping in there. We're not talking 5% off. We're talking like really good savings. Um, swing on over to, uh, uh, Dakota angler and get yourself a ducket fishing rod. Ramrod, you used to have a ducket rod. Do you still got a ducket rod? I do not anymore. Uh, what happened I, to it? You snapped it. I snapped it over my leg, missed a fish, broke it right over my knee. Shut up. Seriously? Yep. Sure did. Yep, I uh, ducket ghost. the ducket ghost. It was all white. Matched my hat, matched my shoes and Jesus. my socks. That's a ramrod move right there. Heck of a rod. What? So you so you you missed a fish and you snapped a rod. Yep. Is that is that anger issues? <laughs> you can put it that way. All right. We'll get back to that later. Uh, Dakota Angler also uh, has the Daiwa line counter. Uh, reels on sale right now. Uh, AccuDepths and Sea Lines—they're both on sale. And uh, I think when it when it comes to line counters, I, I mean everyone knows that I'm not uh, not a spectacular walleye fisherman, not a walleye fisherman by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm pretty sure Dye was kind of the uh, kind of the the cream of the crop. You know, those are the good ones. So That's right, bees knees, bees knees. So uh, um, yeah, if you're Looking to troll some plugs, do do some stuff with some line counters. Uh, that uh, that's that's going to be the thing that you should be buying right now. They're on sale. Uh, get them while they're hot. So, uh, um, yeah. With that being said, uh, swing on into Dakota Angler. That's right. So I actually used to work up in Sioux Falls, uh, probably about a mile from Dakota Angler. And um, anytime the boys needed anything, or if I got off of work and I needed to swing by there. Uh, the guys that were working in there knew exactly where everything was. I walked in there and said, hey, I need a K-drill. Pointed me right to it, bagged me up, and was all my way. Yeah, that, you got lucky. You got lucky that you worked right there. The commute probably sucked back and forth from Rock Rapids to Sioux Falls, but uh, being right there next to – because, like, I've, actually, I've been thinking about that because uh, I'm, I'm wanting to, to possibly go fishing this Thursday. I might take the day off, and I'm like, golly, I'd really like to – swing in there but i don't really want to pull my boat right you know right through sioux falls but uh would have been really nice if you were still working there could have texted you said hey i need this and this and this and this but with that being said i've told you guys before about how freaky fast their uh uh their their online uh and, and shipping is uh we've said it once we'll say it again go on there 10 percent off if you use the code dirtbag hell you might be, be be able to double up. I don't know if they allow that or not, but go online, find, figure out what they got going for ducket rods, and then freaking tack a dirt bag on top of it. 
tack a dirt bag on top of it. That's a selling. That's a that's a selling slogan right there. Go tack ahead. a dirt bag on top of it. Go ahead and add a dirt bag to that purchase. Buddy. That's right. Add a dirt bag to that per- purchase. Tack it on top of it. Do whatever you need. Dirt bag at checkout. Ten percent off. Midwest Angler Podcast. Dakota Angler. I, I, I felt like I felt like I was that Melama guy up there at Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge, <laughs> like freaking like jacked up and like about ready to freaking do some cocaine and start screaming into the mic. You drank too too many Mountain Dews. <laughs> There's a lot more Mountain Dews is going into that old boy. <laughs> no, nope. that dude's from our town. For all you guys from the Sioux Falls area that are like, oh yeah, I remember Dwayne Melman. That dude's from our town. I didn't know him. Beat the shit out of me, but <laughs> whatever. He freaking. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what he was all on, but uh, dude, dude probably had more fun than all of us combined. <laughs> yep. Oh. All right. Uh, one more thing I got to give a shout out, uh, Hoagie's Garage over in Leicester. Uh, me and Matt have talked about it before. Uh, Jeremy K, uh, Ramrod over here. We're all dirt track racing fans along with being fishing fans. If you are a dirt track racing fan, you got to check out the Hoagie's Garage podcast. Uh, the, one of the guys from our town, the other one's from the next town over. Uh, they do basically the exact same show as us. Uh, they call dirt track racing, uh, dirt track race car drivers and uh um they have a good show it, it's it's entertaining for me i really like it and uh yeah if, if you check it out h-o-o-g-i-e-s hoagies garage uh i think they're on all the platforms we're on uh next up uh, i put a deal out on facebook that we are getting some hats some midwest angler podcast hats so uh, we got some richardson 112s uh kind of a green on the front and uh kind of that old school camo on the mesh back uh, leather patch uh, bamboo i believe it is on the front uh, we've also got the legacy old old trucker hat that's my favorite hats that i wear every single day but uh, we got some of those too they're also kind of a green khaki brown whatever and uh, i think both of them are freaking badass uh, we put it out on facebook a lot of people showed interest um, we're gonna we're going to do something here in the next couple days, uh, kind of put a, put an order deal out. Um, for those of you that aren't on Facebook, if you are interested in that, um, reach out, hold on a second. I forget what the heck our email address is, but, uh, reach out by email and, uh, we will get you a hat. Uh, we'll probably do Venmo for that. But, uh, if you are interested, you're not on Facebook, Midwest angler, number one, uh, Midwest Angler one at gmail.com. Uh, just shoot us an email and uh, we will, uh, yeah, we'll talk back and forth and figure out uh, how to get you one of those hats. We will do shipping uh, for a little bit extra. I don't know. I imagine I can ship a hat for, I don't know, six bucks through the post office or something like that. Uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, we're not, we're not trying to make any money on shipping guys. Like I, we will charge you what we've got into it. Um, We'll, we'll try to get them all done at the same time, get them all boxed up and uh, sent sent down through the post office, and hopefully uh, we got a bunch of people. We're actually, I, I feel like we should get a couple American hats, American cowboy hats, and do a Cox edition uh, Midwest Angler podcast hat. Uh, I, what, what do you think about that, Texan? I'm all for it. You're all for it. It'd be uh, one of them kind of deals. You can uh, wear it out uh, on the boat. You can uh, wear it out on a date. You can wear it out uh, doing cowboy stuff. You're not trying to be punchy. You're trying to, you're trying to protect yourself from the sun. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Midwest Angler Podcast hats. I've uh, got a couple pictures. Um, if if you do, if you're not on Facebook and you're wondering what the hell do they look like, send me an email. 
I'll send you back a picture of them. We can get this all done, uh, but uh, yeah, I think they're going to be uh, twenty-five bucks. Um, yeah, we are we are going to make a little bit of money off that. Uh, we're not we're not getting rich by any means, guys. But uh, um, yeah, no, it it uh, um, we're going to make a couple bucks on that. So they're slick. It's going to be worth it. Slick, like I said, very slick. I wear them things uh, in the tree stand, on the boat, on the shore, on a date. Doesn't matter to me. Yep. Now. Ramsey, uh, you know, this is a fishing podcast, so, uh, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, th- it, it seems like this fish, fish fry season. I mean, this is fish fry season, like this is grilling season and this is fish fry season. And uh, I know a lot of the, the area sweet corn producers uh, are kind of talking that this is the week that uh, people are going to start selling some sweet corn, locally raised sweet corn. I know that sweet corn's probably been for sale for a little while, but that's Missouri stuff. I mean, we're talking Iowa, we're talking Minnesota, we're talking South Dakota. Quality, quality sweet corn here. The grain belt. Candy corn. Uh, so, so obviously that is, uh, um, you know, that that's a good thing to pair with your grilling, you know, maybe with the fish fry. I guess I've never had sweet corn with fish fry. But uh, up here in the Midwest, we got this deal with salads. Salads that don't have a speck of lettuce in them. So, so, you know, th- there's a lot of stuff on Facebook, uh, you know, talking about all the different salads up here in the Midwest that don't have any lettuce in them. But, uh, I kind of, I kind of want to talk to you and, and, and I talked to you before as we were getting this set up, but, uh, I want to know of, of all these salads that don't have lettuce in them, what, wh- what's your top 10? I, I want, or what's your top five? What's your top five? I want you to start with number one right now. Number one is taco salad. Taco salad. That's got lettuce in it, Ramrod. For, for some people. For me, no lettuce. You don't lettuce. put lettuce in it. No lettuce. It's like a taco in a bag. Not a, ta- not a taco salad. No, this is like a, this is like this a, is like a taco in taco. a bag, but not in a bag. Right. Do you put lettuce in your taco in a bag? No. Shut the f- You got to be kidding me. No way. Seriously? Are you just saying that chips, because I said no lettuce? Chips, sour cream, salsa, the meat. That's it. You freaking sick ass. <laughs> sour cream and salsa. Ugh. Ugh. So my my number one is Snicker salad. My mom makes a mean Snicker salad. Now there's a lot of people that they're that they're Snicker salad. Snicker. <laughs> Golly, I'm having trouble. But uh, there's a lot of people that their Snicker salad is kind of actually more of a uh, uh, of, of of a fluff. Now, like my mom makes hers with vanilla pudding and mini size Snicker bars. Yeah, and it's good. That's that's my number one. Yeah, um, I actually have Snicker salad on my in my top five as my number three. Okay, but I'll go to my number two. And that is potato salad. Potato salad. That's that's my number two also. Now, there's a big difference in potato salads. Big. Now, like, I mean, I, I, I actually kind of rate myself as semi-professional potato salad eater. But but there's a big difference. Like, I'm, I'm a yellow potato salad eater. Same. Yep. Like, when it gets, like, the what, what they call, yeah. The what mustard. they call steakhouse potato salad is freaking grade A garbage. It's like white. It's white and it ain't good. And they it ain't, ain't, good. ain't good potatoes either. But right, right, and and they get they put those like red potatoes with the actual skin still yep. on them, and and it's got chunks of bacon in it, and it doesn't have. It's not good. No, it's not, not good. No. But 
there's white potato salad from the lady here in town, Sherry Kirkland. That yeah, stuff, good. that stuff is good. And then Netherlands Reformers down down Sioux County, they make some freaking potato salad. Like if you ever get a chance to go to one of their funerals, go for the potato salad. <laughs> telling you that for free i've never had it but i'm up for it oh it's good it's good i like to say that i'm a pretty semi-professional potato salad eater also okay so so what you got for number three that's what i had for snicker snicker salad was my number what was your number two potato salad okay so we what you got taco salad potato salad snicker salad yep next up oreo salad that's my number five oreo fluff salad that stuff is good and you know what's weird is my whole life growing up in Texas, never heard of it, never seen it. Oreo you, salad? Never once. You no come, wonder you guys are so goofy down there. You come up here and that thing is a staple. It, you can't have a you can't have a potluck without it. Nope. Every backyard barbecue, shindig, shindang, it's got the Oreo fluff. If you don't have Oreo fluff and calico beans at your potluck, get the f- out. <laughs> get out of here. That's a fake potluck right there. All right, what you got next? Uh, so Oreo is my five, but my number four was pasta salad. Ugh. Ugh. And, but th- there's a few different pasta salads. And also. every single one of them sucks. You got that spring or like garden spring pasta salad, salad with like the junk. multicolored twisty noodles, you know? Do you like peas in it? No, I'm not a pea eater. Really? No, but there's an Italian pasta salad that's got like tomatoes and it's like a... A little bit darker, kind of the same noodles. They use like Italian dressing in it. Now that's good. Okay, okay. I yeah. Uh, when they, when you put like celery and peas and all that weird stuff in it, now nah, that ain't my jam. But that ain't your jam. No. Now I, mm, I'm 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 struggling here on what my, what my last one is here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the fruit salad. Like they get that pie filling in it, and then it's got like the cherries and the peaches, and yep. and maybe some marshmallows in there. Oh yeah, oh, oh. yeah. Normally, the good ones got the marshmallows. Yep, for sure. That's yeah. good. That's good. It's got to have marshmallows. That's a rule. Oh, it, that's a rule. unwritten rule, but it's but it's it's a rule. When it comes to marshmallows, you ever have those marshmallows that are like three different colors? Oh. That, that kind of got like a different fruity taste to them. Yeah, a little bit of green, a little bit of yellow. I don't like white. that. I don't no. like them. No, I don't like them at good. all. You got to get like the cocoa ones, like the, you know what I'm saying? The ones cocoa. You, the ones you put in your hot cocoa, your hot chocolate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't have the big, you can't have s'more mushrooms. No. Mushrooms. <laughs> Marshmallows. Gee, Manili. I think I'm seeing things. <laughs> My bad. No, yeah, you got to have, you got to have the ones that are like the size of a dime. Oh, yeah. Yep. Those are the good ones. I got a question for you. Is coleslaw a salad? I do believe that coleslaw... Hold hold it. Hold it. Hold it. I believe that this is a good time for us to bring Matt on the show, and we're going we're gonna to all discuss whether or not coleslaw is a salad. All right. Let's, uh, let's, quick, let's quick give Matt a call here. Hola, amigo. Howdy, partner. How are you guys doing? Not as good as you. Well, I know. Nobody ever is doing as good as me. 
I'm 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 kind of feeling like me and Jeremy K are the only ones in the Bass Fishes crew uh, that are uh, that are keeping America together. Uh, Ramsey was on that honeymoon. Craggy was up uh, up north uh, fishing with Gens and doing the Blackfish Classic. Uh, Stewart was at some lake. You're up at a lake. Like for Pete's sakes, ha- have have some mercy on me and Jeremy. Well. One thing is, I haven't been sending much fishing snaps because the fishing's been slow. So really, yeah. Okay. Well, if I guess, I guess maybe that's a little bit of a consolation. If I've got to be at work, at least you're not absolutely slaying them. Well, and let's be honest, like you, you working and Dusty not being at work really isn't anything not at the norm, is it? Not really. Not really. I no, mean, when uh, he's there, it's like he's not there. So exactly. When I got back to work on Monday, I actually went up to Leroy and said. You know, I was glad I came back. That way I got my health insurance because they thought about kicking me off. I was, gone it was at so that long. point. <laughs> He's probably like, oh, you were gone? <laughs> Same amount of production got done. Didn't even notice. <laughs> All right, Matt. Uh, uh, we're, we're not going to give you any random questions, but uh, before before uh, we got you on, uh, me, and, me and Ramrod were kind of discussing all the Midwest salads. And uh, so we got to ask you, we're gonna we're gonna debate this right now, us three. Uh, is coleslaw a salad? Ooh, is coleslaw a salad? I'm gonna no coleslaw is not a salad. Coleslaw is coleslaw. Is is a hot dog a sandwich? Nope. A hot dog's a hot dog. Hot dog's a hot dog, coleslaw is coleslaw. Yep, they're their own they're their own entities. Okay. Coleslaw is a side. Coleslaw is a side. Yep. Kinda like potato salad. Well, I guess, but I guess they just got the potato salad in there because they call it salad. Do you? Because it's got mayo in it. Because it's got mayo in it. All right, all right. Is is uh, I mean, are 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 us guys in the Midwest? Are we just kind of uh, we just throw salad at the end of it to just kind of church some stuff up? Oh, definitely. That's all it is, huh? It is. It's it's, it's kind of like the hot dish and casserole deal. If if coleslaw had chopped up lettuce in it, would then it be a salad? Oh man! I mean, we've got cabbage, we've got carrots. It's true. Technically, the mayo is the dressing. Well, it's it's kind of a mayo-based dressing, I guess, but it's like a level C salad, really. Really, yeah. There's there should be levels of salad. I mean, you got your lettuce salads; those are like A group salads, and then the potato salad and you know, your macaroni salads and stuff like that, I'd go with the B. Yep. And then I'd put coleslaw down there in the C. Okay. Salad. It's kind of more kind like... Of minor leagues. Yeah, I mean, and then baked beans is like a step below that even. <laughs> <laughs> baked beans are... I mean, you can get crazy with those, so those are definitely their own. Can you church baked beans up to the point of calling them a salad? No. Okay, okay. I'm baked just wondering. We'll just be baked beans. Uh, Tanner Vogel makes a mean set of baked beans, but those babies are spicy. Holy moly. But he, he also makes a mean coleslaw. And I've kind of been getting into coleslaw lately. And uh, you mix that coleslaw and those baked beans, that's that's the only way that I can tame down those baked beans. Coleslaw is just a baked bean tamer. That's all that is. That's, that's well, level C salad. You put it on a pulled pork sandwich too. And that's, that's the best. That's I think, the best. 
I think that's, that's a Southern sure. thing. I think that's a Southern thing. Like you get down to Texas, Ramsey's sitting here nodding his head, the old Texan. But uh, I think that's a Southern deal. Like I, I would never think about that up here. I think that it'd be a slap in the face to all the hog producers in the area. To th- you know, I mean, you got to have it on the side. But down south, like that's that's the staple. I, I think it comes that way. Well, yeah, it, it's full circle. I mean, it, it's the pig, it's the feed, it's it's all right there on a bun. So. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, next up, Matt, uh, I want to talk to talk to both of you guys. We're going to debate this also here. But uh, I want to know what fish, freshwater fish, that we have up here in the upper Midwest that would win in a 50-foot dash. What's the fast, fastest freshwater fish? And, we, and, we, and, and come with some facts afterwards, even, even if you got to make them up. Because we're going to debate uh, this. I know the answer. I know the answer. Uh, you and you and Ramsey don't. I'm assuming, unless unless Ramsey just pulls a freaking rabbit out of his hat. I would. I, I'm I'm going to have to go with the northern pike. Northern pike, big fish, right? Well, just in general. I mean, you hook into one of them things, and it's just like your line is going sideways as fast as it's going anywhere, and they're all over the place. So, man, I'm going to have to. I guess I'm gonna to have to go with the northern. I don't think you're wrong. I, I mean, you are wrong, but uh, I, you know, I, I I figured. Well, so so if if a muskie and a northern were gonna get into a race, how much you think that pike would beat the uh, beat the muskie by? Would it be a close race, or, or do, do uh, muskies just don't have the endurance? Yeah, they don't have the endurance. So yeah, I'm, I'm saying that the northern kind of Clydesdales. Yep. <laughs> All right, Ramrod. What's your uh, what's your guess? So I actually think, you know, get up when, next to that microphone. When, when when you walk up on a dock and there's a bunch of fish around the dock, and you scare fish off, and you see how fast some of those little fish move, I'm gonna go with a bluegill. You're going with the bluegill. I'm going with the bluegill. That's 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 your guess. I, I I'm gonna dis. Don't disc- swim fast enough to not get eaten by the northern. That's all I gotta say. Yep. <laughs> Pike are constantly getting them, Ramsey. Okay, but how does an impala in Africa that's a lot faster? How do those get eaten? Ambush. Guerrilla warfare. Right. <laughs> it's the hunting tactic, just like the fishing tactic. Well, I'd, I don't know the answer uh, to which one will win between a bluegill and a northern pike. And I don't actually know how fast they are. But what I do know is uh, the fastest freshwater fish, rainbow trout. Rainbow trout. I don't know how much they edged the brook trout out by. I don't know how much they edged the brown trout out by, but the rainbow trout is the fastest freshwater fish. And I believe it after you catch one. Yeah, I believe it. Right. Yeah, they're just all over the place. I mean, uh, I I always forget about the trout. I feel like like rainbow trout and, and just kind of trout in general are like those people that you constantly see, like almost not walking, but like at a slow jog, like they're yeah. jogging into Walmart. They're jogging, <laughs> you know, like they're, they're leaving work and they're basically at a jog. It's like, where are you going? I, they got no place to go. They're just, they just they're naturally cruise around that fast. Right. It's like, <laughs> like they're on cocaine or something. Exactly. They're like the, crack, they're like the crackheads. <laughs> and they even kind of act like that. They, they <laughs> might actually like to have some screws loose. <laughs> I think they're kind of designed that way. I think they're, uh, 
you know, like their, they're sleek. Their shape is like very slim and like designed to swim fast. Yeah. Right. And they're most of them are in streams and rivers and stuff like that. So they're constantly battling. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. It, yeah. I could definitely see that. Yeah. How fast can they go? So I'll tell you 10 feet a second. Now I thought that'd be I thought it'd be faster than that, but they that's pretty good. Ten feet in one second is pretty good for a fish. Right now I don't know how long they can go. You know, in a fifty foot dash, I don't know if you know they'd be tuckered out by the end. But I don't think so. I don't think so. Not with a rainbow trout. I feel like they could go five hundred yards and not break a sweat. (laughs) I don't know. So so with that being said, they go ten feet a second. That's the fastest freshwater fish. Now I think Ramsey Ramsey's sitting here staring at my notebook, you frickin' cheater. Uh, so I gotta ask you, what do you guys think the fastest fish overall is? Oh. Uh, overall? I mean, obviously it's a saltwater fish because right. because uh and and I mean, granted, here in northwest Iowa, like I don't know if there's a spot in the country that you can get farther away from an ocean than right where we're at. Yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe some spot like Fargo, North Dakota or something like that, but they're probably closer to the Arctic Ocean or something or whatever that one up there is. I don't know. But uh, the, you can go first this time. Is it a fish that we know about? Well, I'm, I mean, I don't know your saltwater fish IQ, you being from the coast, Ramsey, fishing like, on the coast. Like, I mean, is it like a game fish? It's not a perch, Ramsey. Saltwater perch but is it a game fish? Is it a game fish? I would say it is a game fish. I believe that that like I believe people probably pay big money like it's a trophy fish. Barracuda. Barracuda is what is Ramsey's guess. I, honestly, that's as good as guess as 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 any. But it isn't a barracuda. Oh man, is it going to be a marlin? <laughs> Does Matt know his fish? Black marlin, to be specific. Marlin. I don't know the difference between a black marlin, a white marlin, blue green marlin. marlin, blue marlin. But uh, a black marlin is the fastest fish. Now, with that being said, the rainbow trout goes 10 feet a second. 10 feet a second. It, they actually made it out like it was uh, like 3.2 or something like that meters. But, uh, so 10 feet a second, because we're in America and we're going to speak American here, but, uh, guess how many feet per second a black Marlin can swim. I'll give you a hint. It is substantially higher than what the rainbow trout can do. Per second. Ooh. 40 feet? Higher. Really? More than double 40 feet. 80 feet per second. Higher. Triple. 120 feet per second. Holy buckets. I mean, I know Ramsey's got a fast 40 time, but I think even a blue, <laughs> a black marlin could, could I mean, it, it, it'd be a close race. We know that. Just imagine, just imagine Ramrod riding a black marlin be the fastest thing in the history of the world hey i tell you what those old uh speed trap deals i went running past one of those one time 20 miles per yeah, hour that baby. ain't yeah. true i guess though i guess the only other thing that'd be faster 
in the world and the black right Ramsey riding the black Marlin with him on his uh wet honeymoon, so Then what? Then him on his honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> that was fast. That was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. That, we needed that in the show. We needed that in the show. All right. Uh, so, so enough with that stuff, Matt. Uh, uh, why don't you? Uh, uh, I, I kind of filled the listeners in that that you were up in the Alexandria area, but uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about exactly where you're at? Uh, we're on Lake Mary, just southeast or southwest of Alexandria. Okay. Uh, we're staying at Westridge Shores Resort. We've been coming up here for quite a few years. Uh, Emily and I have been up here for two weeks. Well, not two weeks. Uh, at the end, week of and a half. Week. Yep. Yeah, when we come back, we would have been up here for two weeks and everything like that. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're staying. The area we're at. We're, we've just stayed on Lake Mary. We haven't taken the boat off and gone anywhere else. I mean, the way the bite is up here, we probably should. But yeah, it is what it is. Once you get it on the lift, it's kind of like. Hmm. Yep just kind of try to figure this place out so have so like yesterday though it looked like you and your dad and and i don't know if if you had the displeasure of uh having mike and brant out in the boat with you or not but it looked like you guys got on a few yeah i mean we're catching a lot of panfish okay the, the size has been tough to come by i mean we haven't found the crappies like we have in the years past uh so you know we always do a fish fry up here on when we're up here for th- on thursday night and we figured, well, we got to see what we can do for some bluegills because we have been catching a few nice ones here and there. So him and I went out and kind of found a spot and weeded through, weeded through a bunch of them, and we kind of set our our size limit at nothing under seven and three quarter inches, and we ended up keeping twenty crappie or twenty bluegills and one crappie. So all right, well, I mean that's okay. Right, I mean, so I mean. It's fun when we got the nieces and nephews out here, so you right. go out there and it keeps them active and keeps them busy. And like you said, Brant, Mike, too. You know, you gotta otherwise they start whining and moaning about not catching anything. So. You're basically babysitting a bunch of kids there, right? They did. Those guys took the kids out in the pontoon because we rent the pontoon for the week while we're up here, and they got on some big rock bass. Like <laughs> I'm talking like monster rock bass, close to pounders. Really? And I wasn't along with them, and I'd like to catch big rock bass. And my nieces and nephews won't tell me where they were. Where they were, they were sworn to secrecy. So I've been trying to get it out of my nephew Coy, and I keep saying, "Oh yeah, over there at the rock bass place. That's that was over there." And he's like, "No, it's over there." So I'm going to get it out of him before the end of the <laughs> you week. You got a couple more days to get it done. That's right. Ice cream is a good uh, briber, so we'll yep. see. So, in years past, you've done okay uh, uh, getting after some bass and some walleyes up there. Not this year, huh? Right. No, it's been pretty slow. I mean, the water, the lake is way up compared to last year, obviously, because it was really low last year. Yep. But, I don't know, it just, it seems like the weeds are a little bit thicker, they go out a little bit further. We've caught walleyes, but they've all been like 13 inches, and I mean, a few keepers every now and then, but. Okay. Other than that, it's kind of been tough. I, I just spent the last couple hours out on the lake. After we just had rain storm up here today, it poured pretty good this afternoon. And I was trying some jig rapid, and there's just a potload of like three inch 
perch in this lake, so I was catching a bunch of those, a couple of small walleyes again, and a few northerns and a few bass, so. Right on. Well, it looked like the other day you caught a pretty nice bass. Yeah, that was a nice one. I caught that on a frog up in the pencil reeds. Caught a few of them doing that, but a lot of those, too, like, I've had a lot of them come up and hit, but it's like they're just kind of slotting at it, and, you know, they'll come up out of the water and try to get it, but they're, like, totally missing it. Like, commitment yeah, issues right it's like come on just take the damn thing but then other ones i mean i've caught a lot of a lot of them just nothing like big like that one was nothing really worthy of taking a picture and i mean they'll have it down in their mouth pretty good so it's just like man yep huh so and, uh, i mean plenty of plenty of the hammer handles northerns i did catch one northern that would probably be in the slot up here okay what it, that there's a slot up there or yeah, is there a slot in Minnesota in general? No, in this area, um, on this lake that we're on, I think it's like 22 to 26. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's what it is. Okay. And, like, you can keep 10 of them outside of the, like, two above the slot, and then underneath the slot you can, you know, keep up to 10 if you want. Because right. Because there's a lot of those little northerns in these lakes. Huh. Well, what's the plan, uh... What's the plan? You got, what, five more days? Yeah, Wednesday after today. Wednesday, oh, Thursday, got, Friday, and then you leave. Yeah, yeah so on so Saturday ba- morning. Yeah. So, what, you you, you got some days. plans to give her hell? You got some plans to trailer the boat somewhere else? What What's the plan? Uh, I don't know yet. I guess that's kind of a wild card to see if we'll throw the boats on the trailer and go try Reno or a different lake up here. Or we'll just, my guess is that we'll just probably just try to give her hell here and yep. see if we can't figure something out. Yep. What do you guys been eating? You been grilling anything? Oh, yeah. We brought some T-bones up. Ooh-wee. The one night we always, last year we kind of started something where we do a surf and turf and grill up a T-bone, and if we catch a walleye or something like that, we'll put that on the grill too and, you know, kind of, enjoy ourselves with that we had some fish tacos one Mm -hmm. night like i said we're planning on our fish fry here thursday night so that's always kind of fun yep uh you gonna hit you gonna hit the water yet again tonight or you in for the night no i'll probably go out right on right on i can't see if i can't stumble upon something it's it's nice and calm now so i might go try to fish for some bass up shallow or something Right on. Well, I don't know. Unless you've got something else, uh, yeah, I guess uh, we might uh, we might call that uh, call that it. Yeah, and uh, wait for you to return and uh, get you on uh, next next uh, episode again. Back back in the headquarters. Back in the saddle. I don't know. You're gonna have to wipe the slime off the seat over there. <laughs> I don't know what he's uh, doing I, over there. I think I think it'll be all right. It'll be all right. It'll be all right, but I mean, it won't be ideal. No, it'll take it'll take a while to get the smell out. But yep. you'll probably need one of the magic erasers. Yep. Skid Mark Ramsey. <laughs> oh. Well, hopefully these last few days are a lot better than the first few. Yeah, hopefully. And if, if I can't complain though, I've been on the lake for how many days straight? And yeah, you're at ten days right now. <laughs> all right. That's ten times more than I've been out. 
How'd you guys, you caught a couple of decent ones that looked like the other I day. I finally caught a freaking bass off my parents' new dock. I was, I was hucking around a chatterbait, and uh, I had one. I, I hooked one here two weekends ago. Uh, you know, I, w- I was reeling in, and, and right at the end, I, I kind of saw a flash behind it. So I did the old figure eight, and it, uh, bass bit it on the figure eight. Nice bass. And I was like, booyah. And right as a boat was coming by, and the thing got off, and I, you know, I'm just freaking pissed. And that boat, the guy in the boat's like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, God dang it, I feel like an idiot right now. But, uh, you know, it, it was what it was. So I knew that they were out there. And, uh, you know, it's it's relatively shallow out in front of my parents' dock. You know, I mean, you could probably go 20 feet out in front of my parents' dock and it don't hit 10 foot yet. So I knew if I hucked around a chatterbait a while, you know, either a bass or a pike or, a, you know, possibility of a muskie, like something had to bite. And I had three freaking bass chasing it all at one time. And I got it up there and, you know, I'm thinking that, golly, I'm going to have to do the figure eight again. And finally the one broke away and and bit it. And I I got that one. And then I missed two other bites and uh, whatever. But but now I know that I I wasn't out there for very long. You know, I'm only hucking that thing around, you know, five, ten minutes. So uh, I think if I'd go out there and really, you know, devote some time to it, I I think I can get a couple more. You're going to get your five for... 25 right five for 25 that's you know that's what i do i i you that's know right i don't i don't turn in bags under 20 pounds like it, it's just it's just not what i do that's right so all right matt uh well we appreciate you taking time out uh from the vacation to uh to join us uh to join me and ramrod you know golly it feels weird to, to be saying that to you but uh um no we uh I, I look forward to having you back again next week. I'm looking forward to being back. Rock and roll, dude. All right. Uh, appreciate it, man. Talk at you later. All right. See you guys. See ya. There he goes. That was our buddy, my regular co-host, Matt Deitch. Uh, he is up there uh, in the Alexandria, Minnesota area on Lake Mary, and uh, he's having a good time uh, just freaking fishing every day good time casting yep not a good time catching uh as matt uh, is gone obviously uh you know you guys realized i didn't say that until this point of the show but uh we didn't have an episode last week uh i kind of meant to have an episode last week and uh, i don't know my week just kind of went to hell in a handbasket and i never uh never uh really got around to it uh my neighbor jeremy k uh absolutely refused to come on the show with me uh ramrod was uh gone on his honeymoon and uh um yeah it uh yeah just just playing out really didn't work uh the night that i probably could have uh got one pulled off uh it, it uh didn't didn't work i didn't have a co-host and uh so so here we are we missed a week uh but uh yeah whatever uh, is what it is but in that week uh we've had a lot of freaking news uh uh with midwestern anglers uh two of our past guests uh uh jay shakurit uh who is on the Bassmaster elite series actually won the uh the event up on the saint lawrence river uh, i believe heading into the last day past guest bob downey uh was in second bob had some boat issues and uh he ended up finishing up in 10th uh ended up basically getting last place out of the out of the 10 anglers that were out there but uh like i said he had some boat issues uh lee livesey and and matt robertson actually were watching bassmaster live saw that bob downey was having boat issues got in their boat 
and flew out there to Bob Downey, got everything switched from Bob's boat over to Lee Livesey's boat, and uh, they had to, uh, you know, wipe all the graphs and whatnot because you can't share information or whatever. But uh, um, Bob was still able to to weigh a 17 pound limit and uh, you know come into weigh in with his head held high. Class so, A act. Class A act uh, out of Matt Robertson and Lee Livesey and and uh, if you know anything about those dudes, which I mean I'm not going to sit here and act like oh yeah I know those dudes because I don't, but uh, um, you know they they just seem like awesome dudes and uh, uh, cool to see. Cool to see dudes, I mean, especially gas prices and everything else going on right now. Just cool to see some dudes helping out a fellow angler. That's uh, We're all in this together. Don't matter if you're competitors or what, but uh, we're all in this together. Also, uh, the National Walleye Tour uh, was up in, I don't know, Marinette, Wisconsin or something like that. I believe it was Lake Michigan. Um, and uh guy out of Pierce, South Dakota, I, I believe his name's Dwayne, but they call him Dewey, I believe. And I, I'm going to attempt his last name, but uh, I think it's like Helm or something like that. H-J-E-L-M. I would probably say Helm. 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 But uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It, it kind of kind of a crazy deal. You know, if, if Matt would have been here in studio this week, uh, um, you know, I probably would have made an effort to – to either get Bob Downey on to talk about his boat breaking down and, you know, getting rescued out there. Not not necessarily rescued, but, uh, you know, having those guys come, you know, to his aid. Uh, you know, maybe reach back out to Jay and have him on or whatever. And, uh, you know, maybe reach out to, to Dewey and, and see if he wanted to chat. But uh, um, I don't know, maybe maybe we still will in the next week or two. Uh, you know, I guess the new every day that goes by, you know, old news, whatever. But, uh, um I don't know, still still a cool deal, and, uh, you know, yeah, Midwest Midwest Anglers just kind of showing out. Check out the freaking Bassmaster Opens, uh, Midwest Anglers showing out. I, I'm telling you right now, man, ain't no one safe from these Midwest Anglers. That's why they listen to the Midwest Angler Podcast. That's a fact. I think being on the, the show actually uh, makes them better fishermen. It's a fact. It's a fact. I mean, Jay Shkirik comes on our show a couple months later wins a derb bob downey was in contention i mean just telling you this is what it is science proves it any other of these we had caleb koopfall well i think we had caleb koopfall on right after his win maybe we had him on before his win i don't no, remember i thought you had him on because he did win is that right i think so okay yep. damn yeah, damn I, that would have i that could have been a good selling point to get old swindle on or something sure. like that we, but i mean we get done here i might go catch a bass in a ditch somewhere it's not crazy. People have done it. People yeah, have done it. I think I could. But uh, other big news coming out of tournament angling uh, that has to do uh, with the Midwest, I would say. Uh, PMTT, uh, Professional Muskie Tour Trail or something like that. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's the elite level of, of, of muskie fishing. And forgive me that I don't know that, but uh, I just don't know a ton about muskie fishing. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. But uh, they 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 fell, guys. It finally happened. They have officially banned forward-facing sonar in their tournaments. So no live scope, no no mega live, no n- none of that. Like they they've officially banned it. And I, I know that like there's there's a big push for that. The people that don't have it want it banned. The people that do, you know, are running it obviously don't want it banned. 
And, and this is the first turn, you know, it, it's been talked about. It's been talked about. People have been talking, you know, when, when are they going to ban this? When are they going to ban this? Well, it finally freaking happened. One of the tour tournament deals did. And so I actually went on their website. They, they're not sponsored by any electronics brands. Mm. They're, they're not sponsored by any electronics brands because if they are, I mean, you, you know, I mean, if Garmin is one of the big PMTT sponsors and, and, you know, I mean, you're, you all of a sudden ban their, their, you know, flagship uh electronic like there goes the tour there uh, well there there goes the money yep. you know i mean there goes the money you know garmin's like well piss on you and uh i i, I don't know i can't believe it actually happened uh, you know you, you kind of figured that uh you know that that people were going to talk about it and and uh i i don't know that the fact that it actually happened i i'm i'm really surprised i'm i don't know i guess i'm i'm personally not for it there's probably a lot of people on here uh listening that you know do do support that band but i I don't know like i just it feels crazy to uh it feels crazy to work against you know the the evolution of of everything you know i mean here we are sitting you know me and you are sitting in front of a a computer you know with with high speed internet we both got cell phones in our pocket you know i mean everything you know we we always want the best in technology until all of a sudden it's this. And, you know, uh, so, so the guy who actually kind of broke the news today on Facebook, his name is Tim Willems. Um, I'm not really sure, uh, on Tim's story, but him and his, uh, partner, Nolan Sprangler must've actually won, uh, a PMTT event, a professional musky tournament trail. That's what it is. Um, uh, they, they recently won an event. Maybe it wasn't even recently. And, uh, so people got pissed off about it. You know, people got, mad you know because apparently they were using you know forward-facing sonar and uh uh you know tim tim goes on to write on his facebook post like uh where was the outrage when we finished 11 on cass lake in 2021 you know where where was the people you know uh in kentucky earlier when they got blanked like you know you still got to catch the fish just because you can see them you still got to catch the fish and and uh you know i you look at all these northern guys that are on the Bassmaster Elite Series, and and they're all great with their electronics. That's you know, that's part of the game, am I right? Absolutely. I mean, it's. I feel like it's one of those deals now where, um, you know, you don't really stand out until, you know, if if you're one of those middle of the pack kind of guys, and all of a sudden you win, and everyone's questioned, hey, like, all of a sudden, like, why why do they win or whatever? They find a reason to, to not justify or like to not go with you and like give you the credit it's like oh he's got this forward-facing sonar like that's that's why he won so let's get rid of that you know i i just i guess it it's it's just crazy to me you know i mean motors are faster you know i mean our trolling motors have more you know you know have have more power than what they ever had you know i mean the mo the motors are bigger bad or faster uh you know i mean we're we're all about the advancement in technology on everything and then all of a sudden it comes to electronics and and i i feel like it's it's all people that haven't used those electronics like i i personally have a live scope and and you know am i seeing more fish yeah but i can't say that last year while i had my live scope that i caught more fish because of it I mean, maybe I did, but I mean, I, I don't feel like it was such a, you, you constantly are reading these people on Facebook like, oh, the fish don't have a chance. Bullshit. Bullshit. Like, that's absolute crap. Like, 
I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's truly crazy to me. Like, uh, I'm, you're not shooting fish in a barrel. Like, uh, you no. know what I mean? The, 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 you still have to catch. I mean, you still have to catch the fish, you know, you still have to catch the fish and, and you know, I mean, yeah. Is like, like really, truly all the way across the United States, there is probably less than 30 guys that are like, ah, maybe it's higher than that. 50 guys, I'll call it, that are like truly, truly good at those electronics. Like, I mean, they can call their shot like that right there's, you know, not, not just big, like, I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're picking out species They're oh, and, and they, sure. I, hell it's probably more than 50. That was probably crazy that I even said a number like that. Uh, you know, there's probably a lot of guides up in Northern Minnesota and Wisconsin and, and whatever that, you know, that, that, I mean, they're, they are truly, truly dialed in. But I mean, like when you think about like Patrick Walters and, and, you know, some of these guys on the Bassmaster elite series and, you know, uh, Corey Sprangle and, and, you know, these guys that are really, really good at electronics, you know, at, at a professional fishing level. I mean, I truly do think that those guys are, are even a step above like what we would consider like, whoa, those guys are good. No, these guys are like really For good. Sure. And my, I, I feel like my, my two guesses on what it would be is either a, it's because they're musky. And you know how particular musky fishermen are with the fish. So I don't know if it's the fact that they're catching more fish or it's easier for them to catch the fish. And, you know, they want they don't want them to catch as many of them because, I mean, you treat a musky wrong and a, a crazy musky fisherman is going to send you some death threats. I seriously, mean, seriously. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, is, you know, you look at um, like in, in Iowa here, we have a muzzleloader season. And you've got guys that run these smokeless muzzleloaders that can shoot 500 yards. And the guys who want to ban those here in Iowa are the guys who don't have them that can't shoot out that far. Right. Well, and, and the same thing, like, you still got to have a dang deer out there. Like, you still got to you still got to hunt them. But, like, so it's like a jealousy thing that they don't have as good as electronics or they don't know. They're not as good with working with the electronics or don't you know, use them or read them as well as, as maybe these guys did. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to say that that is different because when you pull the trigger on a muzzleloader, you are expecting to kill that animal. When you set the hook on that muskie in, in this tournament trail, you're letting that fish go again. And, and I, so I, I guess I, I, you know, may, maybe this is one of those deals, you know, like I have a live scope, so I am a live scope and forward facing sonar proponent. I do not have a smokeless muzzleloader, so me personally, if they would open that up to somebody that can shoot 300 yards in a muzzleloader season, I am a opponent of that. I, you know, for me personally, you know, uh, I think I think the laws are where they're at on a lot of these things um, because, um, you know, because you can only shoot out to 150 yards with your muzzleloader. I'm, I'm sure somebody's listening to this that thinks that they can shoot farther. Good job. Like you're, you're awesome. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, and, and I'm not, you know, but I'm sure that there are people that have spent a lot of time and dialed in and they can shoot farther than, than what I personally can shoot. But basically but, speaking. Yeah. You know, that's where my muzzleloader, you know, I, I, I truly feel like I've topped out at about 120 yards, but uh, this is a fishing podcast. So we're going to run her back here, but uh, um, you know, and, and maybe this is one of those deals where uh, um, 
you know, I'm I'm against the smokeless muzzleloader because, you know, because I don't have one because I don't understand it, and uh, um, you know, maybe maybe that's maybe that is a better comparison than than what I'm thinking. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, it it's just crazy to me that uh, um, that that the first domino actually fell because uh, you know I, I know that there's there's a lot of people that that want to see him banned all the way across the board. Um, you know, it'll be interesting in the coming years. I know we've talked about this before, but, uh, I mean, if we start to see a, a big decline in the fish numbers, when, when guys like Scott Mockentoon and these other, uh, fisheries biologists are out there, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know that they'll be able to say, ah, better electronics, more people catching fish, but, but maybe they will be maybe, you know, maybe they're, maybe their creel surveys and everything else are, are good enough for that type of deal. But, uh, um, it'll be, it'll be different if it ever causes any law changes, you know, lower bag limits, uh, you know, a, a different slot, to, for say, I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I won't rule anything out, but, uh, um, you know, as, as things, as things advance, you know, it, it'd be interesting to see if anything, uh, you know, if there, if there's ripples like that. For sure. But like I said, for me, it almost feels like it, it kind of comes down to, um, to the fishermen. Oh, because for sure. Yeah. You, you still got to use the right baits. You still got to find the, I mean, I mean, the electronics finds the fish, but you still got to know how to catch them. The fish still has to bite. But, um, you know, you look at guys like John Cox, you ever see him complaining about not having a, a boat as fast or as, you know, that dude don't even have a graph up on the front of his boat. He exactly. just out there hucking it around and he, and he's, you know, number two in angler of the year right now. So, yep. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yep. All right, uh, Ramrod, I think we are to that point in the show where we are going to talk about the freedom. Brew, 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 brew. Good news story of the week uh, brought to you by our buddies Austin and Brianna over at the Freedom Brew. I went over there uh, last Saturday before your wedding, uh, got myself a uh, caramel frappe. And it, is it girly of me to be drinking a caramel frappe? I get that every time. That's what you get as a caramel frappe? Yep, really? Absolutely. I know Matt. Uh, Matt's not a coffee drinker. Matt goes after the lemonades. Matt goes after, uh, uh, you know, the smoothies. Matt likes the apple cider come uh, come wintertime. But, uh, uh, yeah, it uh, it's, uh, it's caramel frappe for me. Yep, same. Uh, I kind of go towards some of that, that girly stuff, you know. the You're, the, you're a pumpkin spicer. Make, some whipped cream on there, you know. The, but the... You know, from from the caramel frappes to iced coffees, I, I love an, I love a good iced coffee. Yep. Um, but but Ivy, she works over in Brandon, so she gets to pass that place Ooh, every day. Lucky dog. Teaching when come come this school year, so she'll be driving past every day, and every day she can stop and get something. That's right, that is right. Uh, lucky dog. So uh, um, my good news story. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna go right on out there and say. Uh, uh, then my good news story is that, uh, Ivy actually didn't leave you at the altar. She went through with it. Uh, uh, you had your wedding, uh, probably about 10 days ago now. What was the actual date on that? 16th. 16th, July 16th. Ramrod, uh, uh, remembered his anniversary the first time anyone ever asked him and, uh, um, whatever, but, uh, it was a great ceremony. I was lucky enough to, uh, to be the best man in that, uh, in that one. Matt, uh, was a groomsman. My brother, Eric was a groomsman, uh, um, no, dude, it was it was a great ceremony. I, I enjoyed every single second of it. I got through the speech, uh, had a couple people laughing, and uh, yeah, overall it, it was good. The food was good. That's that's the only reason I really showed up. So uh, um, 
no, that my good news story is uh, that uh, <laughs> some sorry son of a gun actually pulled the trigger <laughs> and did and got married to you. So, uh, nope. I, Ram, believe it or not, guys, but Ramsey's wife actually a pretty lovely lady. She's she's pretty nice, she's a good gal. She is nice. Um, doot to do, do. Uh, yeah, you just did a doot to do, do. Yep, that was for old Scotty Mac. Um, you can you can have that as your good news story too. You yeah, you came yeah, unprepared. You say. came unprepared. I, oh, was, oh, so uh, now you're saying that I stole your good news story? You kind of did a little. Really? I was gonna like shout out myself a little bit. Wow! Wow! <laughs> kind of kind of that's awkward go ahead go ahead what you got i don't know what to do with my hands go what you got um no i was just gonna say that uh it was good having you out there uh being my best man um you gave a heck of a speech actually you had lots of compliments yep lots of people have told me and you both that uh it was probably one of the funniest speeches they've ever heard so you did a great job up there um yeah, it was a good time. Went up to Wisconsin for my honeymoon. That's did some, right. Did some fishing. Uh, got a little guide up there. We did some some pike fishing on with some some spinner baits. Nice. Um, but yeah, we had a we had a great time. But now we're back back here and getting back to the real world. That's right. Settling into the house and everything else. So, all right, uh, Ramrod. I thank you uh, for being on the show this week uh, in Matt's absence. Uh, but uh, I'm officially kicking you back off the podcast table. Uh, maybe we'll have you as a guest again sometime uh, down the road, but uh, uh, it's, 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 it's time to get somebody as equally as ugly as you back on. We need, we need like a good gap between my visits. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Good like, gap. yeah. Like every three years. Good enough for me. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not. We'll have you on again. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, that was episode 180. We'll be back next week with Matt, uh, hopefully a guest, uh, if we can get something lined up. And, uh, yeah, as always, we thank you guys. We'll check you later. See ya.